Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome or welcome back to French Away Podcast. This is episode 219, episode 219, in which you can hear uh, the audio recording of uh, the grammar clinic that I run for free at the end of uh, August, uh, August 2020, and the video replay of which you can find on my YouTube channel. I'm going to put the link in the show notes of the episode. And I wanted you to, if you haven't um, done so yet, take the challenge, grab your pen and paper and test yourself with the uh, free French dictation because um, this is a, a great opportunity for you to brush up your French listening, your French grammar and your French phonetic skills. And as always, when I uh, do a dictation, I also comment on and explain a few tricky uh, points and answer your questions too. So for uh, easier, uh, for your convenience, uh, the text that I use for the dictation can be found uh, in the show notes of this episode. Uh, but please do not cheat and do not look at it until you've done the dictation. And again, refer to the uh, video recording, uh, at least for the second part of, uh, so with my explanation and the few exercises that we do around the few grammar points selected based on the, uh, the content of the dictation. This can um, can be uh, sometimes a bit more, more visual, so I think it's good to have the video. Also, uh, on the description of the video on my YouTube channel, I've put two links where you can download and print and that's free um, the the worksheet and also uh, the sheets with the, the with the answers and all the notes that I take during the episodes that I write down uh, on the screen so I hope you enjoy this uh, exercise and that um, so you, you feel that it makes you think about um, your your French and that you learn things around uh, along the way as always. If you're interested in uh, doing a grammar clinic session with me, head to my events page on my website frenchaway.com.au slash events. Um, don't hesitate to email me at jessica at frenchaway.com.au if you do the dictation just to let me know uh, how you've been uh, doing, uh, what you thought of it and uh, what you learned. I would be really uh, happy to uh, for you to share your, your, your thoughts and your progress. Well, so listen now and I'll see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast. Like everything, I needed you to be aware. So again, if you arrive, if you join us just now and you do not want to appear on any case in the replay of the video, you can turn your, your camera off or put a nice little picture like Ashwin did. Um, voilà. So tonight, we're going to do a dictation and then comment uh, on a few aspects, uh, grammatical or spelling or pronunciation aspects of this uh, dictation. And I've put a few like ad additional examples and exercises. Um, but voila, I can clarify any points that you would need. Tout le monde a un crayon, papier. Okay, so 
So as usual, no dictionary, no Google Translate or any online dictionary, just your brains. D'accord. Alors, uh, for the first time, I'm just going to read the text. Uh, you don't need to write anything, but just try to make sense of what I'm saying and try to see where potential difficulties uh, could be. And then I will repeat uh, more slowly and to make sure that everybody has time to, to write down. Um, it's longer than usual because it's the main focus of today's um, more de dictation. Alors, écoutez. Ma grand-mère se rappelait. Petit, nous jouions dehors tous les jours et tout le jour avec les autres enfants du quartier. Nous grimpions aux arbres. Je me rappelle qu'on volait les belles cerises du voisin. Si quelqu'un nous voyait, nous partions en courant. En grandissant, la vie est bien sûr devenue plus sérieuse. Nous étudions avec un maître strict parce que nos parents rêvaient d'une vie meilleure pour nous. D'accord. Ça va Vous avez compris un petit peu l'histoire Oui, oui. Ça va Ok. Alors, on commence. Ma grand-mère... Ma grand-mère se rappelait. Ma grand-mère se rappelait. Deux points. Deux points est colon, so two points. Ma grand-mère se rappelait. Deux points. Ouvrez les guillemets, so open uh, quotation marks or dialogue marks. Petit, virgule, comme petit, virgule. Nous jouions dehors. Petit, virgule. Nous jouions dehors tous les jours. Nous jouions dehors tous les jours. Et tout le jour. Et tout le jour. Avec les autres enfants du quartier. Avec les autres enfants du quartier. Point. So, full stop. Bonjour, John. The We're just uh, into the first sentence of the, of the dictation. Uh, I will repeat the sentence and I will reread the text later. So, you can just start now. Petit, virgule. Nous jouions dehors tous les jours et tout le jour avec les autres enfants du quartier. Nous grimpions aux arbres. Nous grimpions aux arbres. Point. Je me rappelle, je me rappelle qu'on volait. Je me rappelle qu'on volait les belles cerises du voisin. Je me rappelle qu'on volait les belles cerises du voisin. Point. Si quelqu'un nous voyait, si quelqu'un nous voyait, virgule, 
si quelqu'un nous voyait, virgule, nous partions en courant. Nous partions en courant. Point. Donc, si quelqu'un nous voyait, virgule, nous partions en courant. Point. En grandissant, en grandissant, virgule, la vie est bien sûr devenue plus sérieuse. En grandissant, virgule, la vie est bien sûr devenue plus sérieuse. Nous étudions, nous étudions avec un maître strict, nous étudions avec un maître strict parce que nos parents, parce que nos parents, nos parents rêvaient, rêvaient d'une vie meilleure, d'une vie meilleure pour nous. Point. Nous étudions avec un maître strict parce que nos parents rêvaient d'une vie meilleure pour nous. Point. Et fermez les guillemets. So end of the quotation marks. Je répète tout le texte. Ma grand-mère se rappelait. Deux points. Ouvrez les guillemets. Petit, nous jouions dehors tous les jours et tout le jour avec les autres enfants du quartier. Point. Nous grimpions aux arbres. Point. Je me rappelle qu'on volait les belles cerises du voisin. Point. Si quelqu'un nous voyait, virgule, nous partions en courant. Point. En grandissant, virgule, la vie est bien sûr devenue plus sérieuse. Point. Nous étudions avec un maître strict parce que nos parents rêvaient d'une vie meilleure pour nous. Ça va Vous avez tout le texte hmm Alors, je vais vous laisser euh, une ou deux minutes pour euh, relire le texte. So, to do the proofreading. Um, two things to check, absolutely. Check your verbs. So, think about who's the subject of your verbs and what tense it is. And also check your nouns. So wonder about whether they're masculine or feminine, singular or plural, and if there's anything else you need to make the agreement with, such as adjective, the article. And then we'll correct.
I'm just going to mute you, Andrew and Julia, so that you can keep talking. But uh, mute. Oh, doesn't work. Okay, ça va? Oui, ça va. Ah ouais. que, quelle était le, la difficulté de la dictée pour vous? Elle était assez facile ou plutôt difficile? Difficile. Difficile pour Christine? Yes. Christine, vous avez participé la semaine dernière à l'atelier de grammaire, non? Yes. Oui, d'accord. J'espère Je que ça vous... Vous aidera. Ouais. Ok. Alors, d'abord, avant de euh, commencer à écrire la réponse, j'ai une question. Quels temps, quel temps de conjugaison sont utilisés dans euh, la dictée L'imparfait. Beaucoup d'imparfaits. Oui. Euh, et aussi Le conditionnel le conditionnel euh... bon, yeah. Yeah. Non, 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 il y a... Ah Non, c'est pas... Non, c'est pas le, le conditionnel ici. Alors, c'est de l'imparfait, c'est de l'imparfait. Et il y a aussi, en général, quand il y a de l'imparfait, qu'est-ce qu'il y a Quand on dit la, la vie est devenue plus sérieuse, par exemple. C'est quel temps Le passé composé. Le passé composé. Et si vous avez fait la euh, grammar clinique de la semaine dernière, ou peut-être si vous savez expliquer la, la différence entre l'imparfait et le passé composé, pourquoi, pourquoi ce texte est à l'imparfait mm. um. 
And you should know, especially if you were oh. there last week. Hmm? Oui, oui. Oui, Jonathan. Alors. C'était parce que. Uh, it's a description of things which happened over a period of time or more than once every day. Voilà, voilà. c'est uh, a, a description of her past life and what she used to do. Yeah. We saw, um, we the, the, the imperfect, the passé composé, the uh, imperfect is mainly used to uh, talk about recurring actions and also to set the, the, the background so for uh, uh, um, childhood memories, what life was like, so a description of the setting, and also what she used to do. And that's what she says here. And when you say la vie est devenue plus sérieuse, we have here the passé composé because... It's an interruption of voilà. what happened before. Voilà. What's that life that I'm describing in the imparfait uh, used to be? has been, has changed. There was a disruption, an interruption. Uh, and that switch is done in the passé composé. So that's one of the main differences between passé composé and imparfait. Um, voilà. So um, I'm saying, I'm saying that just to clarify the use of the, the tenses, but also because I want you to really, really uh, think about how the past, uh, the, the imparfait is formed because there are some spelling like tricks and like traps that I set for you in the uh, dictation. But if you think logically from the rule of formation of the imparfait, you should hopefully have avoided them. But we're going to start moving to the, oh, I have two. Imparfait composé, il décrit un événement dans le passé. Alors, I don't know what il refers to here, but the passé composé is going to um, talk about more a one-off event or a change or a succession of events. Where imparfait is a setting the background and talking about recurring events. And we're going to see um, now... Um, you may have more even comprehension of the of the story when seeing it written. So I'm going to share my screen. Um, so that would be your, your worksheet, actually your answer page uh, that I will uh, put up online. And in the worksheet, I always link to my, um, so we don't need it here. I have a proofreading checklist that you can download from my website. It's free. You just download it or print it and you use it every time you write a text in French just to set good habits of what you need to check uh, to be able to probably correct quite a, 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 a few things by yourself. Alors, ma grand-mère, uh, can you see my screen? Yes. Okay. What? Oh, okay. Alors, ma Grand-mère, alors grand-mère, let's not forget it's a, it's a compound word. And so you need the hyphen. And because it's a compound word, you're not going to, uh, like the, the, the adjective doesn't agree. You don't say my grand-mère. 
ma grand-mère se rappelait. Comment j'écris rappelait Is that big enough, the text Or should I maybe... Oui. C'est bon. Quand même être un peu plus gros. Bon. Alors, se rappelait. Combien de P Double P, double L. Deux P. Deux P Double L Non. Non. Un seul. Alors, ça vient de... Alors, j'ai un... Une réponse dans le chat, se rappeler. Oui, Vina, c'est bien. C'est la bonne euh, écriture. Alors, euh, c'est la bonne orthographe. C'est le verbe se rappeler, donc qui vient de, euh, qui fait partie de la famille appeler, de P, un L à l'infinitif. You can hear that it's only one L because I say E. Se rappeler. Right. Okay. When you have two L's or two consonants for that matter after an E, that E is pronounced E. Ah, d'accord. D'accord. Vous avez L. L se rappelle. Euh, le verbe s'appeler, when you conjugate it, euh, c'est je m'appelle, euh, so appeler, j'appelle, tu appelles, il appelle, nous appelons. appelons. Ah. Euh, donc, nous, nous rappelons, vous Rappeler, voilà. Et il pluriel, c'est euh, il se rappelle ou il s'appelle. There's a difference of sound. Only the nous and the vous, and it's valid for like every, pretty much every verb that you conjugate, the nous and the vous will always be very close to the infinitive. Oh. In fact, why? It's because when you have a, an ending in nous and vous, you know the ending of the verb is on, ons, or e, a z, and it's a strong sound. So we can have a weak sound just before. It doesn't, it's not hard to pronounce. But If you take the je, the tu, or the il singular form, uh, if we didn't double the, the L, it would be je me rappelle, tu te rappelles, il se rappelle. It's like very weak. So we need to make the, the end because the, the, the last syllable of a, of a word is where the, the stress is in French. So we need something strong. But with the O sound or the A sound, we don't have any problem for to pronounce. So we just keep like uh, the like the stem of the verb. There's no spelling of pronunciation. The spelling helps with the pronunciation. Ça va ça? Ouais. So se rappelait. Ma grand-mère se rappelait un L uh, because the ending in the imparfait is a strong sound. So we don't need to double the L to help. Ma grand-mère se rappelle. 
petit, um, comme ça. Pluriel, euh, peut-être. Pourquoi? Parce que c'est nu. Oui, 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 oui. So it's an adjective and it's refer. It's describing like the, the 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 so herself and the other kids she was playing with. She's just it's so the the adjective petit refers to the nous. C'est euh, masculin pluriel. Well, I guess it's masculine because uh, yeah, she's talking about les autres enfants. Enfant is masculine, um, but also. If there were only like a bunch of girls with one boy, it would also be masculine. So by default, it's going to be masculine. Nous jouions. Alors, comment ça s'écrit, jouions? Parfait. Alors, à la parfait, c'est-à-dire? Christine, vous pouvez épeler, jouions? Sorry, what's that? Can you spell jouions? Oui, J-O-U-I-O-N-S. Voilà, oui. Donc, imparfait. Euh... Yeah, imparfait. I-O-N-S. So, yes. you conjugate the verb in the, in the new form, in the present. Nous jouons. You remove the O-N-S and you add I-O-N-S. And that I is going to be very important later. <laughs> Jouillons. Dehors. Ah. <rire> Nous jouions dehors tous les jours. Ici, donc, les jours, c'est pluriel. Donc, tout est à la forme plurielle. C'est un adjectif qui décrit les jours. Tous les jours et tout le Jour. I just wanted to see whether you could hear the difference between les jours et le jour and also spell to accordingly. So in its plural form the first time and in the singular masculine the, first, the second time. We would usually... Um, it, I mean, it's correct. Um, we would prefer saying toute la journée the second time because we use, la, uh, when we say la journée, it emphasizes the duration. It means all day long. Or toute la soirée or toute la nuit. Tous les jours et tout le jour avec les autres. Je pense pas de difficulté particulière ici, mais c'est le pluriel, donc enfant pluriel, autre, euh, autres enfants, it goes together, it's actually the adjective describing les, les enfants, les autres enfants du quartier. Qu'est-ce que c'est quartier Qu'est-ce que c'est quartier Qu'est-ce que c'est Est-ce que vous pouvez donner une définition ou donner une traduction Arrondissement. Voisinage. Alors, c'est plus petit que arrondissement. C'est quoi Voisinage. Le voisinage, oui, 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 oui. 
Le, le euh, coin. Le quoi Le coin. Le coin, les enfants du coin, oui, d'accord, oui, c'est ça. Donc, de, de, de neighborhood. Ah, d'accord, merci. Ouais. Ok, alors, nous grimpions aux arbres, c'est quel verbe Oups, où est-ce que j'ai écrit là Nulle part. Quel verbe est conjugué C'est grimper. Grimper, grimper. l'imparfait, donc... I-O-N-S. Ah. ah, oui. Si vous dites nous grimpons, c'est le présent. D'accord, il ne faut pas oublier ce I. Nous grimpons, nous grimpions aux arbres. Euh, c'est donc pluriel. You should have heard maybe the liaison, aux arbres, uh, indicating there's an X. But if you... Had arbre in the singular. We would have had nous grimpions à l'arbre. Nous grimpions aux arbres. Je me rappelle. Je me rappelle combien de p? Double p. Double p. Combien de e? Euh, combien de l? Cette fois deux. Deux. Yeah. Voilà pour faire le son e. Euh, on ne peut pas dire « je me rappelle »,« two week »,« je me rappelle qu'on… » Alors, pas de « t hein. », ça c'est le, le, le sujet « on », ce n'est pas le verbe. « Je me rappelle qu'on volait les belles cerises du voisin ». Alors, euh, comment s'écrit « volait » C'est ça. Donc, euh, on, the form is the third person singular, which is like the il and elle singular, although the meaning is plural and means like herself and the other kids, they were robbing uh, the, the cherries, they were stealing the cherries, but the, the form of the verb is singular. A idée. On volait les, les cerises, les belles, les belles cerises. Donc, belle, c'est comme appel. Il y a deux, deux ailes et vous connaissez bien ce mot. Et c'est pluriel, les belles cerises du, du voisin. Euh, si quelqu'un nous voyait, si quelqu'un nous voyait, comment j'écris vous voyez O, Y, A, I, T. Oui, c'est ça. Alors, nous voyez. Donc, on, on, pour faire l'imparfait, on se base sur la forme présente. Donc, nous voyons, on enlève le ONS et on ajoute la terminaison. Alors, here, be careful, the, the, uh, often, even French-speaking people would tend to put A-I-E-N-T because they see the nous and they say, oh, it's a plural uh, subject, but who's the subject of this verb voyez? Mm. 
Quelqu'un, oui. Quelqu'un. Ouais. Voilà. Si quelqu'un, c'est singulier, vous avez un, c'est bien le singulier, voyez nous. Ça, c'est l'objet direct. Si quelqu'un nous voyait, virgule, nous partions, donc le verbe partir, conjugué au présent, nous partons, et conjugué à l'imparfait, I-O-N-S, nous partions, on n'oublie pas le I, nous partions en courant. Ça, c'est un participe présent. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Alors, here it's not... Um, both verbs are in the, in the imparfait because this C has a meaning of when or whenever. Whenever someone would see us uh, or uh, we, would, um, we would run away, but this would as I had explained in the grammar clinic, if you, if you were there last week, is not a would that indicates the conditional. It indicates the repetition of in the past. It was systematically what would happen. Si quelqu'un nous voyait, nous partions en courant, en grandissant, en grandissant, ça c'est encore un participe présent, euh, la vie est bien sûre. Alors, sûr, on n'oublie pas l'accent circonflexe. That's to make the difference with the. Enfin, it's not like we. Uh, so it's to make the difference with the preposition sûr. Not that we would really mean uh, make a confusion because the meaning is different, but. So that's how we do it. Vie est bien sûr devenue. Um, comme ça? Avec un nœud. Pourquoi? Parce que la vie, c'est la vie. Oui. So that's your past, that's your past participle. Uh, past participle needs to agree with the subject. When you use the auxiliary être ah. to conjugate, yeah. So, uh, it's not the case with avoir, but here we have uh, the auxiliary être. And la vie, c'est féminin. La vie est devenue plus sérieuse, féminin aussi. Nous étudions... Um, Who would you like to spell it for me? T-U-D-I-O-N-S. Répétez, Christy. E-T-U-D-I-O-N-S. Vous êtes d'accord? I don't know. Alors, alors oh, I have a comment in the chat. Oui, Vina, c'est correct, bravo. Alors, c'est le verbe, quel est l'infinitif Étudier. Étudier. Oh. It's an ER verb. Conjugated oh. in the present. Nous étudions. Oh. Imparfait. Remove ONS. Add. I-ONS. 
Nous étudions. I try to make it a bit longer, but it's counterintuitive. But mm. your IONS is the ending of the imparfait. Yeah. And this I here, it cannot go away. It's part of your stem. It's from étudier, and then you remove the ER. It's still étudier, and it, it's part of the, oh. the that doesn't change. Yeah. So it's very tricky. Very tricky. Mm. Very but tricky. I said if you apply the rule with logic, <laughs> you should avoid the trap. <laughs> your spell checker underlined it. Why? Ah, <laughs> but my spell checker is doing what, what, what does it want to do? Now look, it's offering like words in English. Alors, it's my word in English. Like, yeah. Nous étudions avec un maître. Alors, maître, on n'oublie pas l'accent circonflexe. And it was my first episode of French Away podcast. Episode one, I did an episode about the accent circonflex and what it means. Uh, and it's, um, it's, it's, it's a trace of uh, a former S that used to exist. And you can still often see it in English, as in hôpital. In English, you still have the S, hospital. Or there's a lot of words like this, or pat, which is pasta. Uh, in English, you have master or mistress, so you have the S here. And wow. in French, it has disappeared, but we, have, we do have an accent circonflex in memory of it, if you want. Voilà, uh, Vina, also who is using the chat, is saying uh, forêt as well, has an accent circonflex on mm. the E uh in French. And you have forest in English, but you do have forestier, the adjective that comes from forest in French still has the S and therefore no accent on it. Bien. Avec un maître strict. Oh, did I write it anywhere? No. Un maître strict. No E here because it's masculine. Le maître is masculine. Parce que, it's a very common word, but it's easy to misspell it, and it's in two words. Parce que nos parents, pluriel, rêvaient. Alors, rêver, ça s'écrit avec un accent circonflexe. And then we have, so, a plural uh, subject, nos parents. So the ending, A-I-E-N-T. But whether it's in the singular or in the plural, in the imperfect, the pronunciation is still A. Nos parents rêvaient. C'est ça, Vina. Nos parents rêvaient d'une vie meilleure. Alors, qu'est-ce qui est meilleur? C'est la vie. Féminin. Féminin. D'une vie meilleure pour nous. Est-ce que c'est clair? Oui. Ouais. If you've made mistakes, which I suppose you at least had one, do you understand the mistake? Oui. Ça va? Est-ce que vous avez des questions? 
pour le moment. Pas de questions? OK. Alors, on va passer euh, au... Like we move to the, the comments about the dictation here. So, the first uh, question I've already asked you, which tenses are used in the text? So, since it's my uh, answer sheet, going to uh, just rewrite it. Imparfait, uh, to talk about um, childhood memories that um, happened um, many times. Many times, voilà. Many times in the past. So, past habit, a repetition. And uh, passé composé uh, um, for one of event. So the the switch, the change. La vie est devenue plus sérieuse. Uh, so it's past repetition, it's also uh, background the background setting. Voilà. Ça c'est la différence entre l'imparfait et le passé composé. So you don't need to write all, all um, everything that I'm writing right now that you see on the screen means that you will get, you will be able to get all these notes. If you want to take additional notes, you're welcome. But voilà, you can just focus otherwise on, uh, on the screen. Uh, la vie est devenue plus sérieuse. Explain the use of passé composé in the sentence. Uh, but that's what we just did. So that was just to talk about the passé composé and imparfait here. So I'm moving on now. Alors, on volait les cerises du voisin. Alors, dans quel arbre poussent les cerises Ça, c'est question de vocabulaire. Les cerises poussent sur un... Cerisier. Cerisier. Un cerisier. Voilà. Alors, euh, j'ai un épisode... Uh, the podcast French Royal Podcast, donc un vieil épisode, épisode 30, uh, How to say fruit and fruit trees in French. So uh, it's just to do a bit of a brush up uh, on that. Alors les pommes poussent sur un. Pommier. Voilà, donc il y a une logique ici. Les pommes poussent sur un pommier et les mangues. Manguier. Oui, elle pousse sur... Voilà, c'est masculin et la, la terminaison, la, la, la fin est similaire. à hein. manguier. Alors, you need to keep the you, because hein? without the you, we have mangier. So, we have a difference there. Manguier. Et les poires Un poirier. Elle pousse sur un poirier. Et les fraises, alors, okay, it's not a tree, but it's the same principle. Fraisier. Um, voilà. Sur un fraisier. Uh, les oranges. Une orangier. 
Voilà, pouce sur un, un, un orange. Un orange. Et les pêches, c'est la même chose. Most of the time, it's a yeah, but some, some fruit is a. Alors, les pêches poussent sur un... Pêché. Pêché. Oui. Est-ce que vous avez des arbres fruitiers dans votre jardin mm -hmm. Pas Personne Lemonier. Euh, pardon Lemon. Ah. ah non, 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 non. Qu'est-ce que c'est euh, un lemon C'est un citron. Un citron. citron. Les citrons poussent sur un. Qui a des citrons dans son jardin Qui parlait Who was talking I was a citronnier. Citronnier, voilà, c'est ça. Un citronnier. On double le N. Mm. Mais c'est ça, oui. Qui a d'autres fruits dans son jardin uh, Oui. Qui parlait L'auteur, moi, j'ai des plumes. Plumes Alors, plumes, qu'est-ce que c'est Plume. Vous connaissez Voilà, c'est prune. Euh, et les prunes Prune, oh, pardon. Prune. Prune. Paprikot. Alors, c'est féminin. Les citrons, c'est masculin. Mm. Bon, les prunes, vous prendrez votre dictionnaire pour le genre. Elles poussent sur un prunier. Prunier. Et les abricots poussent sur les abricotiers abricotiers etc voilà c'est ça donc là vous pouvez multiplier votre vocabulaire par deux you can double your vocabulary easily ok oh, well, fruit, uh, fruit vocab at least voilà on continue uh, yeah I wanted to talk about the present participle because I don't know how familiar you are with it. Um, so we have two present participles in the text, which are... Which en courant. En courant. Nous partions en courant, ouais. Et puis... Grandissant. En, en grandissant. En grandissant, voilà. Alors... Um, Qu'est-ce que qu c'est que um, So, it's not a full lesson, but just a, a, a quick brush up. What does the present participle, what, what its meaning? Well, well, in English, it would end in ing. Oui, oui, c'est vrai. Et en français, il termine par ant. C'est une similitude, oui. But what about, uh, so that's yeah, how to make it. So we're going to, um, I'll complete that in a, in a short while. And what is its meaning? You don't know? You just go from translation? Um, oh. <laughs> no, no. Right. Describe right. something uh, happening at the same time? Wow, yeah. Yes, Growing. yes, yes, yes. That's it. So there's always... The, um, uh, the, the idea, the meaning of the, uh, can I say simultaneity? Yeah. 
So the actions. Actions. Uh, so the actions of verbs uh, are performed simultaneously. Comes up. Yeah, I think so. Well. So it's look at the same time, and this meaning is always has this meaning. It can have additional meanings on top of that, but at least always this meaning of things being simultaneous. Uh, so, si quelqu'un nous voyait, nous partions en courant. Partir et courir, they are done at the same time. You leave and you run at the same time. There's another second example. En grandissant, uh, la vie est devenue plus sérieuse, so life is, has become more serious as we were growing, at the same time as we were growing. Uh, there are actually like three meanings uh, to the present participle, but really we're interested in the main two. The, the second time, most of the time, it also has the, the um, it also describes the manner which is like how um, how the things are done. And I say sometimes, but here it's the it's the case for nous partions en courant. So how were we living? Like we by running. So the, the way something is done, manner, the way thing is done where the uh, thing is done. D'accord? Yeah. Uh, et pour le faire, oui, on a uh, can I put a tab? No. Mm. Space. Non, space, 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 space. Donc, on va utiliser en, la préposition en plus So what what is going to be the the stem for our verb? Ant. Alors ça c'est ouais the ending uh, plus ant. And what? How do you find the stem for your verb? Look at partion. Uh, uh, pardon, courant et grandissant. We're going to what? stem. The oui, the stem of what? The infinitive. Not the infinitive. Ah, no, no, not the infinitive. Because grandissant, the infinitive is not grandisser or something. It's the verb. Grandir. Grandir. Mm -mm. The stem of uh, new in the present. Again, so the, it's the same thing as when you make the imparfait, actually. No. So it's very important to know how to conjugate uh, the present tense, because first you make the present tense, then you also use the present tense to make the uh, near future, je vais quelque chose, or the um, recent past, je viens de something. You also need to use the, uh, the present tense to make 
the imparfait using the new form of the present to make the present participle, the same in the recipe I just gave you. You also use the present tense with the third person plural, the il plural, to make your stem for the subjunctive. So it's important to know your present. <laughs> voilà. Donc, do, do you want to say then at the top, n plus stem of, nous, or yes. of? Thank you. <laughs> no, no, stem of, nous. Ah, wait. <laughs> of, nous in the present. And this present participle is invariable. You, there's never an agreement. You never add an E or an S. Uh, you can see nous partions en courant. So courant is also nous doing the action, but it's no, there's no S. It never changes. So let's just make a few examples using um, the present participle. And actually, I'm going to uh, give you a couple of minutes to do that. Can you make the next three sentences using um, a present participle? So, prendre une douche et chanter en même temps. Parler et manger en même temps. Can you put that in a sentence? Et se casser la jambe et glisser to slip sur une peau de banane. <laughs> Take two minutes to make your sentences. Ça va? Are you managing to put them in a, in a one sentence? <laughs> okay, alors, prendre une douche et chanter. So we have the idea of like they're done at the same time. And also, in a way, the, the way the thing is done. So how you take your shower, like with music. 
Alors, un exemple Qui a une phrase Pris une douche en chantant. Oui, j'ai pris. Ok. J'ai pris une douche. Donc, en chantant. Voilà. Um, sometimes it doesn't work as well the other way around, but this in this sentence it would be fine also to say that you you like singing while having a shower. You could also uh, use the other verb. For example, j'aime um, chanter en prenant ma douche. Sometimes it works better when one specific verb is in the present participle. Sometimes it doesn't really matter. Parler et manger. So two actions being done at the same time. Um, can you give me a sentence? Alors, I have someone... Well, I have Vina who writes to me in the chat. Uh, le petit enfant parle en mangeant. Oh my God, my daughter does that all the time. Alors, <laughs> she, she hardly even eats. She speaks, 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 and forgets to eat. Donc, le petit enfant parle en, en mangeant. Voilà. Mange en parlant would be a bit more... Strange, he eats while, eat, while talking. Mm. He talks while eating. Donc, euh, oui, alors, on n'oublie pas qu'il you need to add an E here. Mm. Because if you don't, you have mangan. Mm. So we don't want to change of pronunciation to recognize that it's the, the same verb. Le petit enfant parle en mangeant et se casser la jambe et glisser sur une peau de banane. Donc, simultaneously, and also you, here we have a very good example of the how. How did you break your leg? Uh, by slipping on the banana peel. Can I have your sentence? Uh, je me suis cassé ma jambe mm. en glissant sur une peau de banane. Oui, alors, there's something interesting that you said here. So it was uh, great, actually. Je me suis cassé ma, ma jambe en glissant une peau de banane. OK, alors, oui. It's this one that you need to use in the present participle because you, can really, you can't really say I slipped on a banana peel while breaking my leg. That doesn't work in the other way so much. Casse, uh, are we here? I instinctively put the, the feminine um, because it was you talking, but uh, um, a man would not put the additional E. We have here this example of, um, attends, je me suis cassé. Non. Oh, now I have that. I need to recheck that. Um, the être, the auxiliary être implies that you need to make the agreement 
with the subject. But I just have a doubt because here we have a direct object following and I need to recheck my rule, so I will put it in the answer later. Je me suis Because for reflexive verb, there are, uh, there's an additional subtlety, and now I just have it out. Je me suis cassé ma jambe. We won't say that in... Oui, oui, oui. Je me suis cassé la jambe. In English, you would say, I broke my leg. Um, in French, I have a podcast episode about that, also in French, a podcast um, about like body parts. We know, we understand uh, from the subject who the leg belongs to. So you don't need to say, um, to use the possessive ad adjective to say who it belongs to. Voilà. It's kind of implied. And to finish with the present participle, to be able to come up with a, a few more sentences of your own with the verbs of your choice. Who would like to try something? J'aime chanter en fait du jardin. J'aime chanter en faire du jardin, faire uh, du jardin. Faire du jardin. Mais alors, il faut le participer. Alors, faire du, faire du jardinage, oui. Faire du jardinage, déjà. Mm -hmm. Alors, attention, ça c'est un bon exemple. Donc, les deux en même temps, c'est simultané. Faire, ici, c'est un infinitif. How do you make the present participle? You already have the en. Now you need the form of your verb. F-A-I-T. Ah, non. Alors, the stem is going to be the new form. How do you conjugate faire with nous in the present? Nous. Faisons. 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 So then you remove the awareness and then you add Your... Yeah. Ouais. And therefore, j'aime chanter en, uh, en faisant, en faisant yeah. du jardinage. Oui, and it's, it's not obvious what the present participle would be if you don't know how to conjugate it with nous. Ouais. Très bien. Merci. De rien. Un autre exemple If you're using the reflexive verb, mm -hmm. do you just put like say in front of like um, say lever or oui. levant? Or? Uh, no, um, you need to make this reflexive pronoun apply to whoever the person is, so to your subject. Do you have an example? Um, while getting up in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, I do my exercises. Uh, uh, oui, alors, it's, here it's not so simultaneous. Usually you get up and then you do your exercise, but oh. you could get up 
Maybe you can fall from your bed while you get up <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be simultaneous, right? Oui, it has to be simultaneous. So how would you do this sentence, Jacqueline? I fell uh, from my bed while getting up. Um, je me tombe. Um, Alors, c'est le verbe tomber. En se levant. En, uh -huh. Alors, c'est le verbe tomber, pas se tomber. C'est juste tomber. Je, je suis tombé. Je suis tombé. Voilà. En. Alors, who, who is getting up? C'est who is the subject? C'est. Je, je. Voilà. Donc, en me. Oh, ouais. En me levant. The reflexive part needs to apply to the person doing the action. Oh. Et tu es tombé en te levant. Si, 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 Et vous êtes tombé en vous levant. Oui, oui, oui. c'est une très bonne question. Thank you. Enfin, un, un dernier exemple. Because every time we come with something to, uh, extra to, to uh, explain, so that's good. I have an example in the chat here. Je téléphonais à mon ami en regardant la télé. Oui, je vais faire un copier-coller là. Très bien. Je téléphonais à mon ami en regardant la télé. Ou je regardais la télé en téléphonant. Bien. Ça va Alors, don't forget simultaneity. Don't forget to use the new stem as well. And reflexive verbs, the reflexive pronouns still to be kind of conjugated or declined to match the, the, the subject of the action. Super. Et dernière, toute petite, petite chose, petit commentaire pour aujourd'hui. And would you be able to write down, please, the difference you said at the very beginning of the lesson between repel when it's got one L and when it's got two L's. You said about the different sound. Would you be able to write that down, please? And do you hear the difference in the sounds? More or less, but I wouldn't be able to repeat it. Okay. We're going to... I'll put it here. I'll put it here. We're going to conjugate appeler together. And it will work for s'appeler and rappeler and se rappeler or everything that's uh, kind of have to do with, with this. So the verb appeler, you can hear the uh sound. Yeah. It's, called, it's, called the sh it's called the schwa. Uh, I call it the minimal sound because that's the sound you make without making any efforts with your, with your mouth. It's just uh, uh, it's the by default sound. Um, And it's a weak sound. So if I want to conjugate with je, if I just apply my rule, because it's an, it's an ER verb, so if I just remove the ER and add my ending, I'm going to have a pronunciation problem in the sound. It's a very weak sound. Say j'appelle, j'appelle. Um, we need a strong syllable to finish a word 
in French because that's where the stress is put. So some verbs in early uh, and also in ete uh, take an accent grave, but not appelé, appelé and jeté. Uh, and I will talk about it because I... I'm talking about it in one of the, of the upcoming grammar clinics, actually, because I've like I don't remember which one, but I've already designed the content and I'm going through that rule precisely. So uh, we need to change the sound, so we double the L, because in French, when the letter E is followed by two consonants, uh, the pronunciation is E. So it's the case in uh, L. It's also uh, the case in my name. It's not Jessica, it's Jessica because it's followed by two S's. But it doesn't need to be uh, twice the same consonant. It can be an R and a C or just two, two consonants. And so we have still an E. Merci. And not mercy. Another way of, uh, of having the sound E would be to add accents. But by the way, you don't put accents in front of two letters because you, these two, uh, the, in front of two consonants, the two consonants already altered the sound. So I would put two L's. Two L's for pronunciation. Uh, the, the thing is, I don't have the phonetic alphabet here on my keyboard like that, so I'm just going to put, it's not the right sound, but pronunciation A, a strong sound. Uh, to, I'm going to just write as I would conjugate um, a verb in like an e, ER verb. So I put the e, ES, E, and then NU, Apple, and ONS, and then VU, Apple, and EZ, and E, <sighs> Apple. And ONT. Now let's see if it's pronounceable. So uh, here is to. If I read this word, apple. to apple, to week, again. So you need to double, yeah. To appel, yeah. and to t'appel, to te rappel, etc. Il apple. Also two week double deal. Nu and vu, as I said, they're always different. They always work. Nu and vu, they, they always work because ONS is on and EZ is E. And so that's already that's a strong sound that you can finish with. So nous appelons, and you can even you don't even need, I said, I call it the minimal sound. Uh, in the south of France, they will tend to still pronounce it. Um, but because it's minimal, it, 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 it's even optional, you cannot pronounce it. Nous appelons. 
is perfectly fine. The only reason why you need to put a, 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 an E sometimes is just because you can't pronounce so many consonants without having any vowel. It's unarticulable, if I want to, to say. Um, so you need to add a little vowel, um, but it's only to be able to, to, to say it. So we just put the minimal sound. Vous appelez or vous appelez. It's quite weak because we have a strong ending. And here we are back to kind of the the, the ENT in the plural, in the il plural is not, is not pronounced. So we're back at apple. So we double to have um, the E in front of a double consonant, therefore pronounce E. Ils ah, pas de problème. Et donc, c'est la même chose pour... Euh, oh, why does it change? Appel. Euh, c'est la même chose pour... Euh, euh, jeter. Ah. So that's for verbs in early and et at the end, because if I conjugate it just uh, as I should, really, we have je jette. Je jette is also too weak. So we're going to add an second T. Je jette. Je jette, tu jettes, il jette. Nous. Jetons. Jetons, pas de problème. Et c'est. Nous jetons, vous jetez, we have a strong sound. Et il, il jette, we need the double T again. So these two verbs, and the other verbs ending in ele and ete, they will actually, instead of doubling the consonant, they will actually take an accent grave. But they need an alteration. C'est bon, Jacqueline, et um, tout le monde? Oui. Ouais. D'accord. Alors, ma dernière toute petite rapide question. Tout, 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 tout. Um, nos parents rêvaient d'une vie meilleure. Can you, and if you've already attended uh, the first grammar clinic, I think we've already done that, um, replace the word in the words in bold, so d'une vie meilleure, by a pronoun. Nos parents, en revers. Oui, pourquoi en This word or actually group of words starts with de, de, and if you want to replace, uh, if you want to use a pronoun to replace something generally, uh, starting with de, the pronoun will be en. And why is de? It's just because rêver, le, the verb rêver, uh, to dream of, like in English, uh, comes with the proposition de. 
on rêve de quelqu'un ou on rêve de quelque chose. Therefore, the use of the pronoun en. Est-ce que ça va, ça? Oui. Oui. Um, we're going to talk... It's the next... I think it's the next one. Next week? Yeah. Actually, it's next week, Sunday. At the same time, at 9 p.m., uh, I'm going to be doing a grammar clinic workshop to talk in depth about the pronoun en, which we touched already in grammar clinic number one. But we'll do more example and we'll go deeper with like more rules. So everything about the pronoun en, if you're interested. Um, I will make an announcement uh, in my upcoming events page on my, on my website. Um, so maybe I'll write the address for you in the chat. Uh, where's the chat? There. Uh, group chat French slash events it's actually oh wait I want to write to everyone at the same time how do I do that hmm. and I'm going to stop share and to Vina to everyone okay It's already, I've already put uh, the, um, uh, the preparatory, preparatory worksheet, which you can, it's already on my website. You can download it if you want to practice, see where you're at with, uh, with the pronoun en, uh, and it's free. It's on that page. Um, there's also the button to enroll. It's already like, it's already uh, put uh, online. Uh, and there's going to be also, uh, because that, came often in the question from the past students and what they need help with. Uh, they're going to be also a grammar clinic the day before, actually. So Saturday, uh, Saturday morning in Melbourne uh, time about bien versus meilleur and actually uh, how to tell the difference between an, an adverb and an adjective. So yeah, there'll be two grammar clinics next weekend. Um, And they're all my events page. And I think for that one, I also designed a worksheet, which you can download. need to double check because I have done so much work. I don't know what I've done and not done yet. But yeah, have a look. And uh, if you think you need a bit of help with this, I'd be happy to see you uh, next week. And if you can't make it, You can still register and you get the uh, automatically the replay and the and the, the PDF and the answers later. Like I, I send you everything. So is that clear for everything that we've brushed up today? Yeah, excellent. Ça va, ouais? D'autres questions? No. No. Tout est clair. D'accord. Okay. Thank you. bien. Ben merci. Euh, oui, je vais, je vais bientôt, bientôt y aller. Je vais prendre un petit peu de temps pour moi, peut-être lire ou, ou faire quelque chose de, de sympa. Merci, Vina, pour les, les gentils mots. Merci, Rosaline, pour votre, pour votre merci. Et puis, merci à vous d'être venus, surtout si vous êtes en Australie qui commence à, à, être, à être tard. Et si vous avez des questions If any question comes up at any time about what we've done and like it marinates a bit and it pops up while you're in the shower or anything, uh, email me. You can always do that, always, okay?
Thank you. Pas Thank de you. problème. Alors, à bientôt. Euh... Une question dans le chat. Il y a une question dans le chat. Can you give me the link to your site? Oui. Alors, it's written like frenchyourway.com.au. That's my site. And you can go to, there's a tab, uh, it says upcoming events. Or you just go to frenchyourway.com.au slash events. And you will see I've scheduled a few grammar clinics there. I've scheduled another uh, games in French as well you have the date and you have the links on how to uh, to join because it's free as well if you want to uh, play in french so yes and my website is just uh, you know i'm so i'm so frustrated with my website at the moment i'm really not happy with it and i think it's hard to find the content because over the past years i had designed and put up a lot of uh, free worksheets for you and it's just quite hard to find and I'm I'm um, I'm uh, hiring someone at the moment to just redo the website so it will be more functional and you can find things more easily and also book the events more easily because I think there's a bit of friction point here sometimes for some unknown and mysterious reason uh, people who register get one pdf like the worksheets but not the pdf with how to log in uh, It's a complete mystery for me. So I'm going to change that like as soon as possible. So thanks a lot for your patience. And if you need me to send you manually any like missing link or anything before a workshop, try not to tell me just two minutes before, but uh, just get in touch with me directly and I'll do that. Bon, alors, je vous remercie beaucoup. Thank you. Uh, bonne journée uh, aux États-Unis. Bonne nuit à, à Melbourne et puis bon uh, après-midi en France. Et uh, à bientôt, j'espère. <laughs>